Very nice. And we'll go out on that one. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. How's it going, yeah. man? Good, man. Had to had to work a little late today, man. Struggling with the goddamn drinking phone. Oh, crushing the OT. Alrighty. Yeah. Oh, good. A hundred-year-old building. They just put these crosses in the lines. And you go in one drinking fountain, you come out the other one. Wow, that's kind of gross. That's why I don't use drinking fountains. Uh, I was just well, assuming. Not, not the one. What... <laughs> <laughs> <Just laughs> drain. Right to the toilet, right? I presume. <laughs> on the other side of the wall, right? You got the drinking fountain on one side. Other side, you got the toilet. <laughs> you know the the urinal where the water's constantly running. You're like, how does it keep trickling down to you know like that? Oh, all right, yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, man. It reminds me of uh, school water fountains always remind me of uh, a fellow that I went to school with, the, the classical guitar phenom uh, who carried around those old McDonald's cups you got and the, uh, uh, they like flatten and then you could like shoot them out and they're a cup. You remember those? No. They like fold into themselves so you can fit it in your pocket. I think you've talked about this before, and I don't remember. I have brought this up probably about two years ago on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the anniversary or something? I just felt like uh, I was reminded of something, and we've been around long enough. We could do some callbacks. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Rocking the drinking fountain, old-fashioned school. We're talking like an 1800s building, one of those classic places. Oh, yeah. All right, man. What's crazy is, like, uh, so the only way I was able to get it was I literally, because when I went in the first time, I broke the P-trap on the other drinking fountain. Did you say P-trap? See, I was correct. This goes right to the urinal, folks. (laughs) Don't be fooled. He's trying to trick you because he's an insider, all right? He doesn't want you to know the truth. It's just recycled water everywhere. It's not where the pee goes. Really funny. Oh, you got yellow uh, uh, water here because you got to clean your pee filter. See, your pee trap is oh, pee uh, trap. Full. Sorry. Yeah. What's going well, on? In this, uh, what's going on in this pee no, trap, man? <laughs> well, it's crazy. What's crazy is that after I broke it, I had to take apart both of them. So both drinking fountains, they're like right next to each other, you know. All right. And the main pipe is in the middle of them. Very so nice. I had to, I had to put this like micro camera on the one side and then go in with the rod and the other so I could watch my rod and like I had to guide it by hand to go down the right hole. I want to make this clear for everyone. Uh, We're talking plumbing here. Mike needed his micro camera (laughs) to watch his rod enter the hole. You guys following me here? The micro camera for Mike's rod entering the hole. We're talking plumbing. Yeah. I sat there for like I sat there for like two hours fucking with this thing, just trying everything I could, and then when I finally just broke down, disassembled the other drinking fountain, put the camera in. I put that rod in. Once I like had the camera in place, it took me fifteen minutes. I was oh, so, so you ended up going anally on the uh, I anal probed this. You bitch, anal you know? uh, inserted then, and I assume used some sort of lubrication to make sure you could ease it I, in. No problem. I DP. I DP'd it. DP'd. Wow. Oh my God. We're talking plumbing. Camera in one, rod in the other, you know? (laughs) Plumbing, folks. This is plumbing. (laughs) (laughs) The old plumber DP right there. You know what you should do is film yourself doing these activities and then write a very, like, sexualized, nasty (laughs) description and post it on, uh, like, Pornhub. 
You know, I'm just gonna start an OnlyFans. That's what I'm saying. Just throw this stuff out there, and uh, you know, don't don't do, do it anything. Live and then you'll yeah. see the comments like, no, 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 the camera doesn't go farther in that hole. <laughs> so, you could do two shots. You get one from behind where you see your ass crack, and then you do the uh, the micro cam. <laughs> shot you know in the corner so you could see everything i i would follow this i think you would end up getting a lot of uh a lot of people over on the twitch or whatever it is you think so yeah i should start it yeah the ass crack is it's infamous yeah. you gotta have the crack um you, you know it's it's part of the kick i can only pursue i don't know why it happens no matter what kind of belt i've tried every belt the stretchy belt you know, oh yeah everything it's just yeah it's just the deal <laughs> it's just you know what? You know what? Truthfully, you know what I think it is. Because as a plumber, you just put so many tools in your pockets yeah. that your pants weigh a ton. Absolutely, and you're bending over. Yeah. No, I I definitely think it's all about the tools weighing down, and you know, plumber, you're bending over, and let's be honest, given the territory. You're so close to getting your business done there, anyways, right? Like you might as well have a near open window. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you catch my drift here? Like, oh, many a times I've shit into the hole that I'm working you on. You have alluded to this and, in fact, told very descriptive stories in the past. So I, I could yeah. only assume that it's just the universe kind of hinting at, like, hey, buddy, you're already here and you only have to pull it down another six inches. You got six. <laughs> you're halfway there. You're halfway there. <laughs> You might as well. I mean, Enjoy. once you're once you're over that hip area, most of the battle is won, right? You, you know, there's not many perks to the job. Right? <laughs> that is one of them. So you should enjoy it. You know, that's right, dude. Uh, man, and look, also, and let's be fair here. We're living in a new modern age. Uh, if you have the pantaloons slipping down past the ass crack zone good chance maybe you're just uh losing a little weight hey there's a lot of fads going around out there very possible i won't put it past you uh there's one fad for dieting though that i can guarantee nobody's doing anymore uh because they're out of business your shakeup in the weight loss industry. Jenny Cray, of course, a household name. It is going out of business. And Ariel Reshef is here with the latest. Ariel, this really is the What? Yeah, it truly is, Lindsay. Earlier this week, the company warned employees oh, made their cuts right there. <laughs> now, Jenny Cray. Fat bitches have given up. You are so They're honest. They're not you're even psycho, trying bro. anymore. Oh, you're freaking psycho, man. That's crazy. Yes, you're right on the money. Uh, uh, this is what that body positivity movement did. Now these fat bitches aren't even trying. No, because it, it's uh, sexy to be Lizzo, man. Right? Oh, God. You nailed my whole focus on this clip. We got about four seconds in. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> very impressed. Very, very impressed. <laughs> They've just given up. We've given up it's, societally, man. It's like when you hear about the unemployment going down, but the number of people not even looking going up. It's like, holy shit, people just gave up. Yes, they're going to set people up their camera just... and record themselves mouth-breathing while they play Dungeons & Dragons, or, sorry, uh, Zelda, whatever it is on the video <laughs> game system. This is how, I, I, I don't video game, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, unfortunately, I think that's what everybody's doing. They're either doing it and, being, and recording themselves, 
or sitting there watching somebody do it, which is kind of mind blowing. But to each it's his insane. own. It's insane. To oh, each, it's insane where to, we've gone. Yes, this. Well, Mike, we're not even hiding it though. But now oh, Jenny Craig God. is officially shutting down after 40 years. According to internal emails, management informed staff that the company could not secure the financing needed to stay open. This brings the end to Jenny Craig's four decades of prepared meals and in-person diet coaching. The news comes as the weight loss industry, of course, faces a It's older than Ukraine. Oh, take that, Z. And your sleeves. <laughs> Can't, couldn't we send some, spend some money to save Jenny Craig? I, you, America needs Jenny Craig more than we need Ukraine. It's I'll been, tell you that right now. It's been a while since we did some Z, and we're doing some today. I guarantee it. Uh, oh, he's top of mind. Yeah, of course. Top of mind. Catch up on the wall. Catch up <laughs> on the wall. Uh, so I, I fucking love this story because you're about to hear it. Uh, we have given up, man. Four decades of prepared meals and in-person <laughs> diet coaching. The news comes as the weight loss industry, of course, faces a seismic shift away from brick-and-mortar locations and into the e-commerce space. And as the off-label use of diabetes medications like Ozempic and Runjaro for weight loss soars in popularity, Jenny Craig's last day of operations will be tomorrow. That's it. They're closing shop tomorrow. Holy They're fucking shit, done, dude. dude. Did you catch this, man? They're closing because people don't want to diet and watch what they eat and exercise. They want to take a diabetes pill and lose their weight <laughs> in fucking three days and have that fucking balloon face thing going on for the rest of their lives. People would prefer that. <laughs> and you learn nothing is the worst part. No, you don't dude. yourself as a person. You don't build character. Do you see the? Look, it's in that. It's in that. It's in that triumph that you build the character. Uh. No man, this is so unhealthy. What kills me is uh, number one. You are correct. You take these drugs. You learn nothing. The habits are still there. You're gonna put the weight back on sooner rather than later. Uh, then we something clicked in our society. It was somewhere during the lockdowns where a wave came over people where they just blindly trust medicine. Are we just going all in on popping some Ozempic to fucking lose weight? Like, do we have any idea yes. what this does to people 10 years from now? Does anybody care anymore? Oh, or it's fine, because whatever side effects, there's a drug for that. Pfizer's got it. I think everyone's resigned to the fact that the whole world's economy is crashing down tomorrow and uh, we're being invaded by aliens and China's going to take over the world. So uh, why don't I just pop some pills and lose some weight right now? Give me that Ozempic. <laughs> I want that Ozempic face. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is, uh, wow, I, I did not expect this clip. That is insane. Yeah, man. I can't believe we've gone that far. I like your take right off the bat, wow. though. Mine was more on the edge of look at our addiction societally to pharmaceuticals. That's it. We have fully gone, and we're not even we're not even uh, using diet and you know watching your weight. What happened to Weight Watchers? Are they still around? Oh, you can't call it Weight Watchers anymore. Oh, it's no, offensive. No. So now it's just WW. Oh God. Am I a fattest, or what? What am I uh, supposed a, a skinnest, skinniest? Did, did we talk about it here? I mean, s people don't believe it. Seventy. The army report 
said 77% of young men are ineligible to join. Yes, we did cover it. Uh, we had a clip on it, actually. They're too fat. We're too They're fat. Too dumb. Yes, that's why I was obsessed with it. They're them. on too many medications. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is... I don't know. You oh. guys are building a terrible society, man. Jacked up on the drugs, man. It's really blowing my mind. This clip took me by storm. I really thought for sure, like, you know, at least people, at least the, uh, you know, I always thought Jenny Craig, man, like, it's the suburban mom group, you know? The ones who want to, like, they don't have time to go to the gym. They're, you know, running around with the kids, but they can do the program that helps them kind of, you know, cut some calories, watch the time frames of when they eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what this shit was yeah. designed for. It means everyone, I think you nailed it, man. We've given up functionally. People are just like, no, you know what? I kind of like the fat thing, actually. In fact, fat is beautiful. Fat is healthy. I get laid even though I'm fat, so it's fine. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Well, we've... we've uh, hey. I actually get laid more now with a, with a gut than I did when I had a six-pack. Wow, man. Well, let all you young fellas out there take note, all right? Throw yeah, a little chunk into that gut zone. Gut. <laughs> <laughs> don't lose your hair do what i did send it all to the back it's uh <laughs> <laughs> oh man you're right on the money <laughs> <laughs> uh so we're closing up shop on all the uh weight loss places people are just um going digital i don't know if you caught the language in there but we're we're not no longer analog weight loss right we're digital weight loss culture man you know we watch everything with our digital watches and our you know our cell phones and everything is kind of monitoring our health and uh these devices are telling us our health we are healthy i guess right like is there maybe something up with our devices that they're skewed in a way like uh, have you seen the uh, AI stuff that people have been messing around with where they're like, tell me a poem about Trump, and it's this like super negative poem, and then it's like, tell me a poem about Biden, and it's like very positive, you know, and uh, that's the AI algorithm it's designed, you know, like maybe uh, we got something like that going on here. Nah, it's just filters was terrible. Filters have been terrible. Just makes these people think they're way more beautiful than they are. It's like a self, like a, a, a false, like self sense, self perception. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. This is insane. Well, we live in a funny time here. And uh, as I was perusing the world of, uh, you know, morning news and Jenny Craig, and I was shocked at our, our uh, just willingness to go digital <laughs> and uh, pharmaceutical rather than, you know, go outside and go for a walk. And eat a salad, uh, you know. <laughs> take it the other way. I understand. Uh, I mean, it's just I get that it's hard, but man, we lost the idea. It used to be. It just used to be taught to us that anything worth doing is going to be hard, right? It's like it's going to take sacrifice. Oh yeah, man, absolutely. But uh, now everybody just wants this instant gratification. I want to be skinny, so give me a drug so I can be skinny. Like, no, bitch. Well, Go lose weight. 
that we're locked in in the digital. Uh, I, I again, I'm kind of circling around to. I think our machines are lying to us. They're played. They, they're, you know what I mean. The algorithms are designed to design themselves around us in real time as we you you know use them and engage them. So, you know, it could be the mirror mirror on the wall effect with our phones. Right. Who is the most beautiful of them all or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like, you are, right? And your phone just keeps telling you. That's the filters thing. And uh, I think it's creating this weird chasm in people's minds. Uh, People are kind of sad. They're angry. They're lonely. Uh, And I caught this element on the news. Uh, I do not like that Surgeon General we got. I... He pissed me off during the pandemic. Um, I can't say his name or I don't remember it, but uh, he was making a round. He's selling this new thing called the loneliness epidemic, Mike. We're lonely, man. And, Is that uh, the problem? Well, there's, there's a lot of problems. They're going to point some fingers, but I want you to pay attention to some of the side effects of loneliness. There's a little coincidence going on here. Is it playing? Oh, I think I lost it. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Walking clubs oh, are taking off, and it's not just the exercise. You're connecting with someone, which is something that I was kind of missing. More and more people are missing that connection and are feeling lonely. The pandemic poured fuel on a fire that was already burning. Dr. Vivek Murthy, the U.S. Surgeon General, says... Vivek Murthy. That, or Murf, uh, Murphy? I know what Patel you were talking about. <laughs> I can't, still can't say it. Loneliness <laughs> is an epidemic. The I focus of the an 80-page advisory he is releasing today. We're used to thinking about smoking and obesity. Is... Was, that a, was that a hard R that I caught brother. in there? Oh, okay. Brother, oh, right. brother. Oh, yeah, I got Same you. brother. Yeah, I got public you. health concerns. So you're saying loneliness is comparable to smoking in terms of the detriment to your health? Yeah, in terms of the risk that it poses for premature death, yes. Half of U.S. adults experience measurable loneliness, and it's greater among young adults. When you struggle with loneliness, when you're socially disconnected, it increases your risk of depression and anxiety and suicide, but it also increases your risk of physical illness as well. Loneliness increases the risk for heart disease, stroke, Mm. and among Mm. older adults, dementia. Uh, you know, that's kind of that's kind of funny. Uh, you bring those two uh, ailments up there. You know, <laughs> did you guys check in on Jamie Fox recently? He's still in the hospital. <laughs> and it kind of seems yeah. like there's like, how's uh how's Justin Bieber doing? Uh, or his wife, or Fetterman. How's Fetterman? How's the hump? Yeah, how are as everybody uh, out there um, that took these vaccines and oh, they're all dead. That's right. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love the angle of, uh, you know, I know a lot of people like uh, Jamie Foxx are having strokes and heart attacks, and I know it's shocking, kind of like that 32-year-old uh, Olympian who's who was found dead in her uh, room, uh, you know, no foul play. Okay, well, yeah, a lot of shockingly healthy, fit, young people You, you know dying. what? No, no, it checks out. I think Bob Saget was lonely. Oh, good call. You're right. Comedian on the road, hotel room. <laughs> saw the two saw the the two beds, only one occupied. Very sad. <laughs> Just dove head first into that headboard. <laughs>
Yeah, man, loneliness. Uh, that's what's getting everybody, Mike. That's why we have all this excess mortality. Come on, man. All the heart attacks, the strokes. They're lonely. All the lonely people. This as well. Loneliness increases the risk for heart disease, stroke, and among older adults, dementia. The cure, Dr. Murthy says, is not only personal change, but societal change as well. What we need to do is actually rebuild social infrastructure in our country. You're talking about changing the social fabric. Mm -hmm. That's been decades in the making. It, it's been decades in the making, but it's also something that I've confident that we can address when if we put our mind to it and if we act together. Among his recommendations, a focus on community organizations, mobilizing the health sector to raise awareness and reconsidering how we use technology. In-person matters. You know, uh, connecting online has its place, has its value, but it's not a substitute for in-person connection. We really do need both. Cultivating and supporting time together, face-to-face, -face, because our health depends on it. This is coming from the same fucking people who locked us down and kept kids out of school for three fucking years. These monsters, these two-faced fucking liars. It's unbelievable this piece of shit has the fucking gall to go on a fucking love-me-fest, walking around like he's a fucking hero, telling everyone, oh, you gotta all go outside and start mingling and talking to each other because, oh, ho, ho, it's really unhealthy to not be engaging with people and forget all that time that I told you to fucking stay away from grandma and lock her in a plastic cage. It's the six feet away from everybody. Six Only feet so away. Many people in a store. Lock down everyone's business, you fucking monsters, you assholes. I can't stand these pieces of shit right now. They are walking back history. Never forget everyone out no, there. That, people already forgot, man. People you cannot forget. forget this. This. That everybody forgot. This turd, Vivek has no fucking right to go out there and tell me or anyone else, hey, get out there and mingle. It's healthy for you. Asshole. What a piece of work, this guy. I can't believe this fired me up today, man. I can't believe this guy's going out there. The loneliness epidemic. This guy's probably going to write a fucking book. Know. You know it. Probably has a fucking podcast talking about it. Uh, loneliness epidemic. Great phrase, douche. Well, you know who it's, started it's the loneliness epidemic? You motherfuckers at the CDC, the Surgeon General, all of you. You started it. This is your epidemic. The blood, as you liberals love to say, is on your hands. Congrats. What I, what I don't understand is how do you people maintain a job? How, how are you not fired? The, the same thing with that, that Yellen chick. Yes. Saying, well, you know, the school shutdowns, they really were uh, detrimental. That's why I was fighting to open up. If I convince you to go with a tankless water heater, <laughs> right? Yeah, man. Ah, get rid of this tank. You don't need a tank. Go with the tankless. And then two months later, you call me back, and you're like, yeah, it's not keeping up. I can't be like, who told you to get a tankless? <laughs> right? Yes, dude. This <laughs> you, can't, you can't just go back on what you said. And then you maintain your job? No, you should get fired. All you people now should be fired. Yes, there should be criminal hearings. What do you have to do to get fired? <laughs> right. I don't oh, get it. No, in politics, Mike, you've established it. You fall up, right? That's how it works. But I mean, you're, you're literally, right now, you are admitting <laughs> that what you did was the thing that you are now complaining about that has happened. Okay, yes. so it seems to me the solution is get rid of you. Yes!
That's what I mean. How do you still have a job? How are you able to come out here and complain about the things that you did? How can everybody watch this crap? Sit there, nod their head, and say, this guy's totally right. The same guy who locked me down in my house like a caged animal and told my kids to mask up for three years. Yeah, told the kids to stay home because of the fucking teachers' union. And what are they saying now about the kids, man? The kids have lifelong issues uh, socially, educationally, the... We basically have a lost generation of fucking retards. Oh, I hope you like pipe. working for it because we're going to be working until we're 90 to cover for the 20s. <laughs> there's, there's, like, there's like four generations of just retards coming after us, dude. They're going to be so fucking retarded. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Hopefully the kids that are being born now will start to see how retarded their parents are and just flip that, that script, you know? I'm concerned because there's potentially, you know, this issue with uh, socializing, man. And, you know, look, Vivek, man, I agree with this guy. Obviously, we should be getting out there more, being more communal. You know, neighbors yeah, should be Vivek, together. Vivek, I agree with Vivek 2023. You know who I disagree with? Vivek 2020 to 2023. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Vivek? You can't just change your fucking mind and now I'm the asshole. I I agree with you for the past 90 days. Everything you fucking did before that, it's your fault. It's unreal to me. They're like, uh, this is like, this would be like Fauci showing up and writing a book on how masking is bad for your health. Oh, dude, did you see the rounds he did? No, is he back? How did I miss this? Oh, man. Talking about how we need to get these kids caught up. Talking about how he never <laughs> he never said to close down the schools. He was taking best advice. No, dude. Advice, best advice from you. You are the asshole we're taking the advice from. <laughs> well, as the head of the NIH, listen, I just I just take my orders. I just take my orders from everybody, you know. It's always through history. I was following orders. Orders. Come we on. all have our marching orders, Frank. This <laughs> so true, man. <laughs> Who's the guy at the top? Well, Vivek was uh, during the, the COVID lockdown time. It was him and all the other jabronis. And I'm not just blaming Vivek, whatever his last name is. Uh, you know, Ra- Rochelle Walensky <laughs> is in the book, for, you know, for me. With I think Fauci. his last name is Token Hire. <laughs> yes. Vivek Token Hire. Vivek is- Box Checker. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These guys are a joke. <clears throat> That's why you guys suck. Not because you're Democrats, but because you didn't hire the best people. Yes. You just check boxes. Absolutely. Maybe your policies wouldn't fail, but it's a disaster because you just check boxes. Speaking of failures yeah. and box checking, I noticed that like 24 hours after the uh, monumental writer's strike, Nobody fucking cared. Have you caught Yeah, on? I think I think we kind of nailed it with our uh, uh, reaction to it. Is, uh, it's kind of better without them. Yeah, I good mean, riddance. Night, get I, rid of these late night shows. I think, I feel our population at this point could coast on the material created already for two decades. Yeah. 
If they just released all content, that we don't need any more. We're at the point where you're remaking everything. So why make any more crap? Just stop. Uh, that's because, you know, to be honest with you, I think the reruns on the uh, late night shows, the, the audiences didn't even realize it. They just love seeing Donald Trump's small dick jokes every night. So. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's, t- it's from tonight or two weeks ago. You're actually right, man. They, they could, just want to see a Donald Trump joke. They could probably, the, the way the cyclic, cyclicler, uh, cyclicler, I can't even say it. <laughs> cyclical? Cyclical nature of uh, the news cycle. I feel like they could probably cherry pick the right shows and just pop them in. Oh, guarantee, yeah. If you break every show down into, like, the individual, like, three, four-minute segments, <laughs> AI could construct you a new... <laughs> AI could definitely just give you a Seth Meyers show. And seriously, I was kind of thinking, too, maybe this is the ushering in, finally, of the AI for the entertainment, full-on. Like, we don't need you. So long, sayonara. We got our machines. Yeah. Game over. You know what's what's kind of funny is uh, AI seems to be just getting rid of the people who never thought their jobs would be gone. Yes, absolutely. You know, it was always oh, go into programming; it's the safest bet. Everything's going to be computers in the future. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> but now the computers are writing the program. Yeah, man. Of so course, we don't are. need you. We need the computer. You know, That's, That's right. Crazy. Before we went uh, live earlier, I caught a segment on our local uh, Fox News station about this new AI program where you can send in recordings of your deceased loved one and they could replicate the voice. Wow. Kind of creepy. The the guy was kind of saying that there's a lot of implications for replicating people's voices and, you know... uh, holding them, you know, at ransom for things they said. Uh, I laughed it off because uh, we have thousands of hours of saying things that we could be implicated for. So, uh, you know, we'll be... <laughs> Our feet already held to the did you listen? Did you listen to Joe Rogan, Michio Kaku? Michio Kaku! <coughs> no, I, I didn't have time, unfortunately. I was going to maybe hit it on Sunday. Don't, dude. Oh. Don't. Well, I, you know, also... <clears throat> It's Michio Kaku. He's, he, it's all fluff. I know. You're supposed to be one of the smartest men in the world. You go on Joe Rogan's, he's the intellectual here. You are a, you sound like a moron. Why does Joe Rogan know more about UAPs and UFOs and all the other shit going Just around? everything. Our, like, why? Why does he know more than Michio Kaku? Kaku. <laughs> yeah, you're just the Japanese uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes, that's exactly that's all it is. Yeah, man, they, they they roll him around, then they bring around Neil deGrasse, and uh, Elon Musk has been doing the rounds again. The, they're sending around all the smart guys, uh, you know. Uh, and I had a point. I forgot what we were talking about, but, man, I had a point about Michio Kaku and uh, Joe well, Rogan. Well, how was the Michio Kaku interview? What were we did, talking about before this? Did he bring up anything on, uh, on the space? Was it uh, nothing? Oh, that's what it was when they were talking about like uh, AI. That's what we were talking about. Oh yeah, Michio Kaku goes on this whole thing about how like, well, if it gets to the level of a dog, a dog doesn't even know that it's not a human. And Joe Rogan was like, 
Really? I mean, my dog Marshall, I'm pretty sure he knows he's not a human. I mean, Shukaku's like, no, they think that they are humans or we are dogs. And, and then Joe Rogan goes, uh, well, then why do they act so different around dogs than around people? That's a good call, my man. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, the dog's not walking up to you and just sniffing your ass, right? A dog, like, treats a human differently than it treats a dog. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure that dog knows it's not a human, and I'm pretty sure that the dog knows we're not dogs. Yeah, I think there's some level of acknowledgement that we are different beasts. (laughs) Coexisting. You just got proven wrong by a fucking fight commentator. I find that to be a stupid concept, too. Like, all animals can recognize a non-species animal. Yeah, you want to know how I know they're different? Because a, a, a male of anything is not trying to fuck a female human. Yeah, but there's also territorial elements. There's so much involved. Like, a lion and an elephant know they're hanging around a lion and a fucking elephant. Yeah, right, right. Like, the zebra knows the lion is just around the corner. And they're not, they're not pals. The zebra... Uh, I don't know. I don't just say, the zebra doesn't see the hippopotamus and think, like, oh, look at that giant zebra. <laughs> it knows there's danger, and it fucking runs away, man. Like, it knows it's not a fucking zebra. Like, no species, no creature sees another different, <laughs> wildly different creature and thinks, like, that's me. That's just like me. Yeah, no, I think, well... There's no, there's just no way. There's just no but, way, man. I don't think it works either direction. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it was a weird, it was a weird argument that he had. I just think it's a retarded argument, really, because then... I think, how I do, think that's how, like, <laughs> I think most species, their survival depends on knowing their species from the other species. That's my point exactly. Yeah. Versus, like, it's how you know you're in danger. Like, right. you have to be able, all creatures, like fish, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm just saying there's, like, so much in the entire, all predator-prey scenarios, like, the prey isn't walking around, you know? Like, you always see the antelope running wildly away from the predators, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you always see these creatures, like, fleeing for their lives because they see this uh-huh. other creature that, that they know will kill them. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know. I think Michio Kaku's an asshole. <laughs> or you know what? He's probably very smart, but he thinks we're all assholes. You know what it is? He spent his whole life and career on string theory. And I think it's the same thing with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Is The farther we go, the more they're kind of getting proven wrong. And they're kind of hoping that they could salvage it. Because, I don't know. No, you're definitely right. Everybody knows this. This is worldwide, very famous. Neil deGrasse Tyson immediately discredited when uh, we announced and proved flat moon theory to be absolutely correct. <laughs> uh, the moon is flat. It. Uh, it, it just destroyed every theory Neil deGrasse Tyson has ever held. Um, so I feel bad for the guy. You know, I didn't mean to ruin his career. It's flat moon theory, man. So obviously yeah. true. <laughs> some careers were ended, but some were born. <laughs> That's right. On that flat moon. <laughs> oh man. Uh. Well, wild times. I, I'm. I'll skip the meat. Meat. 
Jokaku uh, interview, it doesn't, uh, it didn't seem like an appealing one. And uh, again, a lot of fluff, I can only imagine. A lot of bullshit. Uh, and speaking of uh, fluff and bullshit, uh, big news, breaking news today. We gotta hit it. Can't skip a beat. Keep on rolling. Mike, we're talking Jan 6th, just like everybody else, man. Come on, it's the hottest topic in the world, man. January 6th of 2024? The one that's coming up, or? <laughs> we're always talking January 6th. With breaking news, we have a verdict in the Proud Boys seditious conspiracy trial. Let's get right to the courthouse. <laughs> Our justice reporter, Ryan Riley. They love those words. Seditious conspiracy. This is so insane, man. Some of the shit I I like couldn't decide which clips to go with. The the language they use to describe this guy who and this is my favorite part is outside that courthouse in Washington and still with us, Barbara McQuaid, also joining us, MSNBC legal analyst Danny Savalos. First, Ryan, what do we know about this verdict? That's right. So we know there's at least a partial verdict uh, in the in this case here. The jury had sent uh, a note a couple of days ago sort of asking what they could do, and the judge instructed them that they could indeed uh, return a partial verdict uh, if, if, if necessary, if they are hung up on any uh, counts. So that seems like what we might have a situation here is that, you know, th this either could be a full verdict or a partial verdict. But given the jury's note before, we could be looking at, you know, potentially a partial verdict in this case. So remember, this case started really all the way back in December during jury selection, and uh, opening arguments were in early January. So, you know, we're now in May. So this has been a very long lasting trial that stretched out over several months. Um, and, um, you know, jurors had a lot to they had to look at here. Uh, but I think one of the most complicated uh, questions for the jurors to ask uh, really had to do with Enrique Tario, who's the top, the head of the Proud Boys. And, you know, he wasn't there on January 6th. He was uh, uh, excuse me. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, 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 he's convicted, but he wasn't there. I, can you run that by me one more time? The jurors yeah, I, th ask, I, I really thought this was all about January 6th. Enrique Tario, who's the top, the head of the Proud Boys. And, you know, he wasn't there on January 6th. He was actually. <laughs> wait, 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 baking powder? Who's this guy? What is he? Wait a second. What did he have to do with January 6th? <laughs> we should all be asking. <laughs> yeah, I don't get what's going on like, here. Is he the one who did the face paint on Horned Guy? Or, mm. uh, like, what was this guy's, uh, you know, association? It makes no sense at all. Baltimore, and I think he that's something for people to... Oh, yeah, chime in, my man. Oh, I was saying, it sounds like he was leading a group of FBI informants. <laughs> well, they all followed the plan and showed up. <laughs> he stayed home. Oh, you read my mind. Dude, it's so funny. I... The, one of the best parts about this is he was like, I think, uh, one of two guys not an FBI informant in the Brown Boys, <laughs> if I'm to understand this whole thing. <laughs> if I'm to understand the Proud Boys, I think it's this Tario fella and then his buddy, and then they recruited like 10 other FBI agents, and that was the Proud Boys. No, no, no. See, it was the FBI setting up the CIA. All informants. <laughs> they just didn't know who who was who, who and they all bust into the capital and everybody turns around and <laughs> points the guns at each other freeze, freeze! <laughs> mexican standoff <laughs> cia versus the fbi our country is so freaking dumb the it only real victim 
Gretchen Witchmer. <laughs> Witchmer, Whitmer, Whit, Witch- Whit, Gretchen, Whit. Only victim because her parents gave her a stupid name. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is unreal that they're imprisoning so many people who did nothing on January 6th. Many of them have been in prison the entire time since that day or whenever they rounded these scoundrels up. But what's crazy, if we can all just remember a little bit, the only person not arrested, Ray Epps. Oh, he's a hero. Well, he, was, he was at the front lines, Mike. Tell everyone, back down. Turn he around. tried to back him down after he started it. <laughs> After he orchestrated it, he tried to stop it, Frank. He's the hero. <laughs> yeah, man, where's Ray Epps in all of this? On January 6th, he was actually at a hotel in Baltimore, and I think that's something for people to really... He wasn't even in D.C., wasn't even in the city! <laughs> he was in Baltimore, he was in Baltimore dude! Fuck? Two hours away, are you kidding me? <laughs> Keep in mind here, uh, depending on what the, how this verdict comes out, because all the, you know, it's a lot easier to settle those questions with people who are actually on the grounds of the Capitol that day, but for Enrique Tarrio, who was arrested in connection with a separate incident just ahead of the January 6th attack, and was actually kicked out of D.C. by a judge and told not to come back, him being in Baltimore it might be more of a complicating factor. I think that was something that we can expect that some jurors definitely struggled with uh, during uh, the proceedings here. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. You mean to tell me these moron jurors had a hard time convicting somebody for a crime that happened in Washington, D.C. when they can prove this guy was in Baltimore? <laughs> Mike, the, the jurors really... Get rid of those mega jurors! We need real jurors! Let's have, like, mega extremist jurors! They really struggled, you know, with the idea that he wasn't really actually there. So, like... Uh, dude, what they're doing with the courts is unbelievable in these democratic cities. Very freaking scary, man. Actually. Dude, Donald Trump's rape case, they're not even presenting a defense. Oh, really? The E. Jean Carroll case? Frank, she doesn't know what day it happened. She doesn't even know what month. She can't tell you the season. She can't even pin down the exact year. Well, but Mike, she got raped by yeah, Donald Trump. But there is credible evidence that I saw. There's videotape of her pointing out uh, a lineup of carrots, and uh, she positively <laughs> identified Donald Trump's penis. And it was comically hilarious. Everybody laughed. We were- there was a line. There was a lot of six regular-looking carrots, and then one really the goofy The one carrot. really goofy, tiny one, bent to the side. Was, yeah, that oh, was she, his, yes. <laughs> Made for great TV on every late-night TV show. All the Jimmies loved it. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe these writers are out of work. <laughs> Reality writes itself, people. Uh, so... <laughs> Steven, Steven, you tried dancing with the vaccine. Have you tried dancing with the little fucked up looking mushroom? (laughs) Dude, so I was reading into this, and this is from the AP. The verdict comes after the trial that took more than twice as long as originally expected, slowed by bickering, mistrial motions, and revelations of government informants in the group. 
<laughs> yeah, I think this was the one where they could prove there's like 60 or 70 informants that stormed the Capitol. Yes. From, from every agency out there. Every fucking three-letter agency out there. And including the local PD. This is what should frighten everyone right here. Securing the, the conviction of Tario, a high-profile leader who wasn't at the riot itself, could embolden the Justice Department as a special counsel investigates Trump, including key aspects of the Jan 6 insurrection. So do we all see now why it was important to convict Tario for Jan 6, even though he wasn't there? Because we need to convict Trump for Jan 6, even though he wasn't there. You need to convict. You need to convict somebody of insurrecting, so that you can convince Donald Trump of starting an insurrection. Yes, and a little yeah. bit down the article it goes, Tario was a top target of what has become the largest Justice Department investigation in American history. Wow, that should. Freak all of you out, man. What the I fuck? Know. This dude wasn't even there. They just, and they knew everything and, and about you're not, him. You guys aren't going after anybody from Chaz. <laughs> right? Where's all the clowns who set up Chaz, man? <laughs> hey, you know what oh. I got to, where's Pipe Bomb guy? Never went after Pipe uh, Bomb? Pipe okay, let's not even go on. far. Let's not even go that far back. Is anybody looking into the kids that beat up the tourists in Chicago a couple weeks ago? That's just right, that? Oh yeah, I think they got one kid, right? Oh okay. I think yeah, this they is let scary. Him out on the fucking ankle monitor. I think it's super fucking scary to think that uh, t this dude was the top target of the Department of Justice and it was the biggest investigation in American history. I feel like there's some other crazy shit we should be investigating. You know, like Hunter's laptop, his associations with Burisma and China, maybe how many kickbacks are going to the big guy and all the other nine Biden family members. How about <laughs> Ashley Biden's diary? There's a lot of juicy info that we could be investigating into that, man. Do you know what kills me is, uh, every like, I'll bring it up to people, and they go, oh, well, Trump and Trump and Trump, and I go, I, okay, 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 stop right there. Stop right there. There are literally a dozen investigations going on for Trump and his family right now. <laughs> he right. has been indicted in every court in the fucking land for everything going on, right? Yeah, man. So I'm not saying Trump's not guilty of it, too. My point is, they seem to be going after everything they can for Trump. In the meantime, all this information is coming out about Biden, and we can't get one case against him? One case against Hunter? We can't get anything? Not one, man. Not, there's not one thing we could go out. No, no, no. We're going to indict Trump, and he's got to go fucking fight against this 40-year-old. Did you hear about the, 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 the rape case? No, actually. Please enlighten me, because I'm really in the dark on this whole situation. I, <laughs> I, I, is this in another state? Like, are we still doing the DA this thing in New, New York. York? This is, this is New York. This is a different New York case. It's still in New York, Frank. You know, we haven't even made it to Georgia yet. Tell me you're a political witch hunt without telling me you're a political witch hunt. <laughs> I know, dude. And everybody keeps talking about we haven't even entered Georgia yet, and that's where the real charges are coming out. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what's dude, up? What, what is happening with this rape case? Give me the lowdown on Trump raping uh, whatever. What is this? What's the, uh, like? Apparently this lady says that it's somewhere around 93... 
she thinks it could be 93, but then it was like around the time this lady wrote an article, her friend, so she thinks it could be 96. <clears throat> Donald Trump followed her into a dressing room and raped her. Wow. At a store. And this happened sometime in the 90s. And who does she bring on to testify? Some late that lady who said he touched her on a plane in 1984. Wow. So. <laughs> well, Mike, we must believe all victims, correct? It's <laughs> mean, first no, and foremost. No, 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 no. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't be- I don't believe you and I don't care because you can't even pinpoint the date. You know, yeah. I feel like that's I mean, a day you would remember. There's a lot of gray area to these uh, to the story. There's no doubt. Here's what gets me about the rape accusations against these famous dudes who get fantastic pussy. All right, I, I, oh, like the best prostitutes out there. Have you seen the? I'm chicks, talking eighteen. Ch- the chicks that Donald Trump is photographed with throughout the 80s, I'm, I'm talking like young Donald Trump now, all right? Uh, the Donald Trump of the Apprentice era is not the same guy from 1980s, all right? The real state Oh, young Trump fucked every girl who wanted dude, to be Miss America. Oh, uh, dude. That is... I just... Trump was... Trump was bagging, you know, Playboy models, man. And, and models and just people who wanted some fame and notoriety. Sure, they were just climbing the ladder and using his fame and fortune and connections. I could only imagine with you know what I'm saying. Like that explains uh, why the dude has four marriages or whatever it is. You know what I'm this, the kind of guy. Every he is. man's dream is for his dick to be a ladder to success. Yes, dude, that's who Trump you know? was, dude. He was a name brand, and women used him for that name brand, and he used the women to further his name brand, which was a playboy guy living in Manhattan, you know? like You're a good cop. Uh, it was a business arrangement. Yes, dude. So, and, and that's why this dude... I just don't buy the rape stuff with Trump because the guy was banging Playboy models and prostitutes and porn stars and just... So, again, the check out the... The shots of Trump getting out of limos and going to Madison Square Garden with the chicks he was hanging with, uh, Ivanka or Ivana, I can't I, I can't remember which the wife, not the daughter, but you know, she I believe she was like a model, Melania. wasn't she? Yeah, no, well, no, I'm talking about his other wife, dude. See what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, 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 the first one. All his wives have been models, the man. One. They're all models, man. He's always just been banging models and porn stars and Playboy, you know, all that stuff. So, I just don't. The rape thing just—you got to believe the victim, right? And you give everyone their day in court, even the accused. You know what I'm saying? A proven—you uh, know—you're innocent till proven guilty. So you know we gotta go by yeah, the law. Yeah, but not somehow, dude. It's New but... York. You're Donald Trump, and this is a New York. That jury's gonna convict you. <laughs> well, fine. yeah, man. It's—it's it's obviously it's so skewed. sad it's what such... we did. Yes, it's very. Like, sad. I know. I know the the left. They they're harping on no. No man is above the law. Not only Donald, even Donald Trump. Okay, but this is America. No man is supposed to be below the law either. We're all supposed to be equal. And you guys aren't giving this guy a fucking fair shake. Absolutely. And I'm just trying to say this is a flimsy story at best. And it's very hard to believe, especially when you consider the guy who Trump was in the 80s. I, I just, You know what I'm saying? I just don't think uh, he needed someone like E. Jean Carroll. Yeah, I, I would believe you if your story was like he was too handsy or something. Yeah, you too know? handsy. I just 
Too I smoochy. just don't see him going the full <laughs> like you're gonna lose it all over raping this chick, you know? No, nah, that's like, exactly. That's kind of just what I'm saying. And again, like <clears throat> you're talking about a guy who's banging the Playboy models. <clears throat> Is he interested, really? You know, I'm not saying I'm not going down the you know the Trump route where he's calling chicks dogs. Uh, but I'm you know I'm just saying you know Trump is a big fan of saying not my type, kind of think not his type. Yeah. So it's a hard to believe story. Very hard to believe. And I mean, uh, anyone who feels they're a victim, and Mike, we live in the victimized culture, uh, has a right to share their story uh, and have their story be told. Uh, and luckily for all victims in our culture, the, some stories continue to be told and have resolution. And thank God for that, because I don't think I can continue living in a world without uh, this fella being behind bars. A judge in Minneapolis today found former police officer Totau guilty of aiding and abetting in the 2020 murder of George Floyd. Tao held back a crowd while other former officers pinned Floyd to the ground, with Derek Chauvin kneeling on his neck for more than nine minutes. Tao is the last of those four officers to be convicted on state charges. What did he do? Did you catch it? He was the fella in the camera shot holding back the crowd as they were trying to videotape the arrest. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. He's going to jail too? That's right. Absolutely, man. Yeah, we uh, all. Frank, I, I can't understand why nobody wants to be a cop. Like, Tao uh, <laughs> Tao, have you seen the lineup of the cops that went to jail for this whole scenario? Like, it's not a bunch of white dudes. Tao Tao is not a white guy. I'm going <laughs> to let you guys know this. It's an audio show, so I'm just make it clear. This Tao Tao fella, not a white dude. <laughs> it wasn't Tao Tao McDougal. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, the old Irish Tao Tao. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, it's it's kind of weird what happened here. Tao Tao Brzezinski? Is that what we're talking about? Here? I no? it's you know what's fucked up is look, I get Chauvin. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like the Rodney King for uh you know OJ. Oh, dude, that guy should not be convicted. I don't think so Derek either. But not. I just. When we look at cultural exchanges, Ugh. that was the cultural exchange, right? The it was the George Floyd for the Chauvin, but you're pulling in all no, the we other. We traded Chauvin for Kyle Rittenhouse. That's what I always say. Oh, remember I said that. Uh, oh, good call. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we traded Chauvin for Rittenhouse. Good. Just call. like they traded uh, OJ for. Uh, yeah, What's for uh, Rodney King. <clears throat> Rodney King. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, then that just makes that furthers the legend of Saint George Floyd. It makes him a sacrificial lamb. He like, uh, you know, gave himself to the movement, to the cause. Hmm. So, the saint lives on, I guess. I guess so. Mike, we're here in 2023. The economy is about to collapse. We are on the precipice of World War Three. Uh, and we're arresting the fourth dude from the George Floyd arrest three years ago. I know. I can't believe they're still going after that. And how, what did he get? So they found him guilty? He's guilty. And how long are they going to give him? I don't know. I, I didn't get a long enough clip. I, uh, you know, 
Our team failed us today, unfortunately. That's all right. I'm not mad at him. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Tao Tao. Poor Tao Tao. Poor Tao Tao. That's all I was thinking. I like his name, Tao Tao. And the one thing that never came up in any of these court cases, there's one word that was never brought up in any one of these court cases. Racism. Well, you can't. One of the cops is black. The other one, Tao Tao, <laughs> not white. Uh, none, you know, none of them were convicted of a hate crime. That was like the whole thing that this was supposed to be a racist hate crime against a black man. None of it came out in court because it wasn't. No, it's just like remember that savage beating that happened to that kid uh, when Georgia. Where was that? And it was like ten cops that like orchestrated this like. Incredible oh, beatdown. Oh, that one died so fast. It turned out to be the guy, like, was fucking his, the one dude's wife. I saw, like, a little blurb about how there was some thing going on for him, but, man, it was way at the bottom of NPR, like, you could, or maybe even Democracy Now! It was, it was a sad <laughs> that, article. That, that came out strong, and then it disappeared when all the cops were black. And then it, you saw it again for like two days when they were about to arrest the white guy that was involved. The one guy, yeah. The and one then guy. when they didn't charge him, that, yeah. that thing disappeared. Yeah, that it was a totally tire Nichols, wasn't that the fella? Tire Nichols, tire, yeah, good old tire, the old English tire, old English tire Nichols, <laughs> T Y R E. That's right. The old English tire. <laughs> the um, OE tire. If it's you a will. sad situation for the guy. What a terrible beatdown. Uh, I don't wish that upon anybody. Yeah, that was a black man who was fucking a woman who happened to be the ex wife of a cop. That cop and his buddies just fucking beat this dude to death. Yeah, man. And they had everyone in cahoots, too. Like the. The paramedics weren't showing up to help him. People were standing at bay. Like it was like a huge orchestrated thing, man. Like people were like, "No, no, we're gonna let this man die." Like that. This was savage. Yeah. We but good <laughs> thing we got Tao Tao. Yeah. Frank, we, don't you feel safer? We got Tao Tao. Thank God we got Tao Tao off the streets, <laughs> man. This. I can finally sleep at night. The guy holding back a crowd of onlookers so nobody gets hurt. You know, that's his whole job. <laughs> he's just trying to hold people back so nobody gets hurt. Everybody stand back. That's all he fucking did, man. No, he's a racist. He's a bigot. He must rot in prison. It's unreal. It's Throw the so, bug at him. Like, I, I can't... He did nothing. The guy literally did nothing. He just happened to be caught on the like body cam footage for five seconds holding back the crowd, mm. and that was game over. Poor Tao Tao. See, you should have fought during that like brief period where like the Asians were... Making a stand? <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, you're right. We did have a... There was, there was about a couple a, months there. Two months, about, what, a year ago? Is this 2021, maybe? Yeah, where, uh, when, all that, you know, when there was all that Asian hate Asian thing, and we had to hate. stop talking about it because it turned out black men were attacking Asians. We did have to stop talking about, about it because you are right. Statistically speaking, majority of the violence against Asian Americans... Is done by a specific group of people. We'll let it hang there as which group there a, it is. But. There was like five stories of an Asian woman getting pushed under like a fucking <laughs> L, L train tracks, like the railroad tracks. And you're like, what? What? And all of them were black dudes doing it. And then they stopped talking about it, just stopped reporting it. And then oh, it turned man. into like this we need to stop AAIP or Asian hate. It seems like one group of people is doing it. I don't know. 
Yeah, but we all, uh, we culturally made up for it with the Academy Awards, remember? All the Asians won. It was glorious. Oh, that's true. Plus, we all started wearing masks. I believe that's, you know, respectful of their culture. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of that culture. Uh, I'm, I mean, <laughs> Uh, well, poor Tao Tao. Uh, I hope he finds a way out. Uh, maybe someday our culture and the, the worst part is we can't even donate money way. to him because fucking uh, GoFundMe will just take him off. And then uh, the government will close our bank accounts like uh, Justin Trudeau did with the truckers. Uh, not to force you to get the vaccine, though. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, nobody forced you to take that baby. No, nobody forced you. I don't know. It was they suggested. Just, they just put up incentives, <laughs> like a like, cheeseburger. Well, like keep your job, get a cheeseburger, <laughs> maintain your life, your lifestyle, maintain your status in society. Symptoms. <laughs>